0: Do you remember how, when Rings of Power was coming out, everybody was comparing the scene of um, Legolas taking down uh, the Oliphant to the scene of Galadriel flying over yes. the tr- the Ice Troll? Yes. Now we, I feel like I don't want to say we conceded the the argument for the most part because it's kind of like, all right. But I want to. I'm. I think that there is a relatively good defense for legolas's actions mostly
1: in the movies Do explain
0: so my argument would be that legolas getting to do that in return of the king is a payoff for us getting to know legolas as a character that we've been with this elf along with the dwarf of course because i i and i would have to go back and watch all of the movies again to really be able to, to argue this properly. What's up, Zax? Hey, Zax. I think that you can argue that it, in a way, is a third... Like, it's a third movie payoff because he's not totally incapable of doing those things in the other movies. Like, they do right. sort of establish that he's able to do these things and he doesn't do anything that wild... Until then, I would I would even say like the whole I mean like people feel different ways about him like surfing down the the stairs in, yeah the in, in two towers I, and I can I can kind of give people that but you also kind of have to remember that like Hollywood has to occasionally put that stuff in there and the fact that there's so little of it I think is kind of a miracle that they were so like restrained with doing an over the top stuff in that trilogy. But I don't know if Galadriel flying over that troll or like jumping off the sword is the same thing as Legolas climbing up the elephant to kill it. I don't know if those are the same things, and I I I think there's an argument an argument to be made that he shows that he's lied on his feet, he's skillful. He probably could have pulled something that like that off um and that it was it there was like payoff there from having known this character for so long he gets this like yeah. awesome moment at the end he slides down the trunk I don't know like I don't hate it the thing about yeah,
1: no, i would I would say you're right in that I think that's a good argument to be made because in the first movie in the fellowship and the especially the let's see if I remember correctly in the last and in, in the only fight scene in that movie as far as like but with Legolas you kind of get to see his skill with the arrow right and with the bow and arrow and then that increases in the two towers right and then that's where you get that slide down shot and other feats he's doing as well you know shooting with his arrow the uh, ladder as the orcs are trying to climb the walls and it falls you know just different skillful things uh along the way and so you get that progression to the climax in the return of the king to where you kind of it makes sense you it's not something that's unbelievable in regards to being able to see who he is as a character and his skill up to that whereas with Galadriel right out the gate they just start with her being really powerful because even Uh you know uh, or you do in the fellowship, you do get that scene with uh I forgot the troll scene. You there is that scene as well. Um so you do get a, even a, a greater build up with Legolas between Fellowship Two Towers Return to King versus with Gladiol in the first, you know, five minutes of her own screen, she's taken down a troll by herself exactly. with no help from anyone. And it just I think it's more so <laughs> the characterization of Gladril throughout that first episode okay. in... You know she's never, and then when you look at the season as a whole, she just never really is in that much of a threat, Uh, and they don't really do a good job of. I would say portraying her well because she's just great at everything. Yeah, they don't. Uh, There's no journey. There's no no journey for her. Yeah, there's no journey for her, and I think too on top of that, there's nothing really likable about her. Whereas with Legolas, right, even if you wanted to make the argument, well, Legolas is OP from the beginning, which I would disagree with. but even if you wanted to make that argument, at least there are redeeming qualities about well, him, likable qualities about him.
0: Yeah. Um. First of all, hello, Jenna. Good to see you. Uh. And Zax makes a good uh point. Says Legolas. Legolas isn't the main character and focus of the story. So, yeah. And I, I think that you can give your characters fun payoffs like that. It's a weird. It's a weird thing to me that we're doing this thing now. And I. I, I just mean this that there are people out there that are doing this thing now. Where you look back at stuff that is excellent and you go, well, maybe him taking down that elephant wasn't as cool as we originally thought. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I think the argument of like talking about the ghosts as the weak point in Return of the King is much stronger and a more interesting topic than Legolas killing the elephant. You know, like if you're going to, there are things probably to criticize about um, Return of the King. I, I don't think that scene and comparing it, trying to do this thing where it's like ring, rings of power sucks and all of this stuff kind of sucks. So now we have to look back at the thing that we love and try to bring it down a level, like almost like kneecap it specifically <laughs> yeah. because this exactly. other product isn't good. It's weird. It's kind of. Oh, I think it's we've heard it behavior. Before,
1: too. Like, if the Rings of Power did something that sucks, and then your excuse is, "Well, Peter Jackson did it too," then Peter Jackson, yeah. you know, if that happened, that sucks too, and that was wrong. You know what I mean? That yeah. was wrong too. It's and- it, it's weird. Which more than likely, when people bring that up, Peter Jackson just did it better. I mean, I think you <laughs> yeah. go on point in, you know, when the Rings of Power uses his dialogue in the season instead of Tolkien's, thinking that it was Tolkien's. Um, and this whole like. <laughs> and, again, your nose. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and again, it's also. How often did we hear from the showrunners and from Lindsey Weber and, you know, who's one of the executive producers and everyone else that, you know, uh, that they were trying to do their own thing to separate themselves from Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings? They wanted a blank canvas, but the entire multiple things within each episode reference back to Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings which is fine if you want to do that but you better do it just as well if not better and then don't also lie about it that's just everything comes with the show comes across as disingenuous because of the words that the showrunners and the producers are saying which again we've talked about before with House of the Dragon I think a lot you know as far as that kind of commentary just needs to go away if you're not discussing the technical aspects of things or you know maybe certain different motivations you know what i mean yeah because i think like a lot of these people when you put your ideology uh you know one of the problems that we had is you know it's very clear that the rings of power is made from this ideological perspective whereas peter jackson you know we all know the, the quote by now but just in case if you don't his whole him and the other writers who wrote the Lord of the Rings, they didn't want to bring their own biases and opinions and, and political viewpoints within the narrative. They wanted to, you know, be as loyal to Tolkien as possible. Whereas, you know, these other showrunners, Payne and McKay, and then Weber, by kind of inserting their ideology, you now you're alienating half of your audience at least. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. But yeah, that was just kind of something I was thinking about today randomly. I don't know why it popped into my head while I was driving. Because um, the other thing that I haven't stopped th- thinking about is uh, Eric July's uh, quote-unquote debate with uh, organized chaos yesterday. Oh yeah, dude, what what a dumpster I only fire! Only listened to a, probably like ten minutes. Of dude, today. At, he he got caught. Organized chaos got caught in like at least three lies like blatant blatant lies and one of them was so like oh my gosh dude he um at one point they were talking about like eric's like i think public school should be abolished i think they're terrible i was like i he's like they they shouldn't shouldn't be in existence and there you know there's a lot of context behind all of that um but organized chaos was trying to make this point okay jenna saw it i figured jenna was seen it Um, organized chaos was trying to make this point that public school, uh, was better, um, because it doesn't like steal money or whatever. And he's like, bro, what do you think taxes are? Who do you think is giving the money to the schools? So he, he went on this whole thing. And then he thought that charter schools and public schools were the same thing. And then he's like, well there's Dude, that's funny. Yeah. And then he's like, well, then there's only slight differences. And I was like, whoa. I was like, this guy. And then like he called Eric a coward on stream. And Eric was basically at one point um pretty much just told him straight up because Organized Chaos was trying to make this point that um Eric essentially uh hates uh anyone who is portrayed as like a black character and he's like do you really think that I'm like self-hating and he's like you do understand that people get slapped for worse right or for less like they're just kind of like trying to get into his head like dude you can't go around saying stuff like that like that's not—it's not okay to to essentially point at someone and lie about it and be like you're essentially self-hating. Yeah, which is what he was doing, and I, I was I, it, it was just so interesting to see someone finally have like that mirror held up to them for doing that kind of stuff, and then he was doing this. I it, it took me a minute to realize it, but because there's been this whole beef, I say beef, but it's really only coming from one side, and they're they're constantly Eric called him an ankle biter, which is kind of true, um, but he uh. There's this whole thing that's going on with that, like, organized chaos and his ilk that a lot of them spend so much time now. Because I keep up with this. I'm kind of always, like, just curious what's going on there. Um, because the dude, I don't know if you know this, Joseph, but the dude has a couple videos that almost cracked a million views. But they're from, like, six or seven years ago. So, at one point, he was trying to be legitimate. Legitimate. And then I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden he got on the, like, culture war thing, hardcore. But his entire thing with the culture war is that mm-hmm. they essentially want to be uh, the, the thought leaders in sort of the comic book movie. Yeah. They and And so, like, they're constantly going after the people that you could say at least in the YouTube sphere have come out as... Like the thought, le- the thought leaders, if you will. I don't know a better way to put it. That's just to get the idea out there that it's like there are certain people that a lot of people are going to for their opinions about comics, movies, television, whatever the case may be. Some of it's just entertainment stuff, you know. Um, so it was very interesting. Very interesting. Um, that is interesting. Refresh my memory on
1: organized chaos. So, uh.
0: so he. I sent you he I sent he's the one that did that review of Isom that I sent you. That I was like oh, that I was like yeah, Hey, yeah. what's what what's he doing wrong here? You know, yeah. like like why why is what he's doing, why doesn't it work? And what's really interesting is like he's kind of that person. And then like Eric was mm-hmm. was like nailing home some points with him and the dude just started like giggling under his breath and like kind of talking to himself. And dude, it got it, there were a couple times it got really <laughs> weird. And I was I was just like and and this is the thing, is like cause you I was talking to Jenna actually about this um uh during one of the Dead Space live streams that I was like, you know, if there was the ability to have a an actual conversation with some of these people that we might disagree with, I would absolutely bring them onto the show just to have a discussion. But what I've realized is that a lot of them actually are bad actors. Like you can listen yeah. to the way that they debate with people, disingenuous, right? Yeah, and that and then it's like he was trying the whole time he was trying to catch Eric uh, saying something that he could have clipped out and used to be like, see, yep. he is yep. this, he is that.
1: That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna tell you is that uh, one of the things I was gonna say is in the ten, the twenty minutes that I watch, uh, there was multiple points, but specifically this one where he just. Eric had already explained his position. I can't remember what it was. It was on the um, uh, Parental Rights Act. I bet. Yes, they were. Thinking. Yes, and he Oof. and he just kept asking him the same question uh-huh. over and over again. And finally, Eric was like, "Dude, I think it's just a you problem. <laughs> what do you not understand?" Uh, and it's just like, "Oh, he's just trying to get him to say something bad." No, it was actually about um, Eric autism. Uh, somewhat autism because oh, yeah. someone was responding to him. Then Eric was just like, "Oh, uh, you have." autism okay i get it carry on something like that <laughs> and and the guy has that he's autistic in his bio um and he organized chaos just kept asking him the, yeah but w- why'd you say that why'd you say that over and over again uh-huh. trying to c- catch eric in something but my favorite thing that eric did which is which is funny is uh in the beginning he was like, hey, do you go to any of these Comic-Cons? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I do too. We should hook up and then you, yeah, can, uh, you can say, say these, it to my face. said <laughs> <don't lie> <laughs> I was like, yep. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, oh, I, don't dude, necessarily, any- I don't necessarily agree, you know, I, I, not that Eric would uh, be any type of aggressor, but there's that, you know, again, I don't think anybody should get beat up as long as they're not using threatening words, right? I don't think anybody should be aggressed upon just for words, right? Right. However, at the same time, uh, well, he was, and that's what he was doing. He was trying to warn, warn him. He's like, "Look, man, play like, stupid games, win stupid prizes, yeah. right?" It's like I'm not gonna, you know, uh, go up to someone and talk bad about their mom, right? Right. Especially someone like John Jones, and, you and, know what I mean, or Mike Tyson, or something like, you know, someone who I know could beat the crap out of me. And if I was this, this is the Let alone thing. anyone, but specifically those who could beat the crap out of me.
0: Yeah, and if I was... I, I'm i going to steel man a little bit for Eric. I think that if Organized Chaos had come into that conversation, had really been listening to the things that Eric was saying, that they could have had an actual discussion. And this is the difference that we, we talk about with people Um, often, is that you can tell in the way that you're having a conversation or the interactions that you're having with someone online or even in, yeah. like, a real-life conversation or, you know, a conversation over, th- there's a lot of the time that you can tell that someone is either just, like, out to get you, which I've I've spent a little bit of time just because he's, he's, this dude's kind of made the rounds because he's constantly, like, trying to come after, um, like, he did, like, Mahler did a whole thing on him for an EFAP episode because um, he did this terrible, like, breakdown of Mahler's uh, Multiverse of Madness review. Where he was right, p- click he was clicking around and um, have you seen Multiverse of Madness yet?
1: Oh, dude, I will not watch okay. that movie.
0: so there's a part in the review where it you find out about uh, America's moms because she's she has two moms. Like they come from a planet that is like or like a timeline or what or universe or whatever um, right. that is just women. And so for whatever reason, women are able to procreate and have more women. Um, and Organized Chaos went to the exact moment in Mahler's video where that happened, like I was saying before with Eric, to specifically try to pull out content to, to hit him with. And that's like, that's what they do now. And so you can see how disingenuous it is where it's like, we yeah. we can't come to both an understanding and also be like, well, look, honestly, we just disagree about this, but let's actually talk about the show, right? And Which is why... And, and we, we're still going to, you know, you and I are still going to kind of talk about, like, the cultural aspects of movies and stuff like that when they when they come across. But one of the things that I want to focus on is, like, we're actually talking about the stories. We're talking about the stuff that we think works, the stuff that we think doesn't work. It's like when Technically Mexican was on last week, thank you, by the way, um, we can have discussions and disagree on things uh, without someone being called like a bigot or any yeah, other or name, or any you know, your name. Ister-phobe like a name or yeah yeah, yeah.
1: phobe or something, because it, it happens. It happens on both sides and um and not to play the fence or anything like that. It's just that like one of the <laughs> things that it, I mean, man, dude, if I see another Daily Wire article, I'm going to die again. Uh, <laughs> man, dude, I'm telling you, they're more going to be more dangerous to uh Christians than freaking the woke agenda ever was
0: um well that's that's not- the thing that people have i i can't remember it, it, one of the, the the people that i regularly follow was saying that the thing that they're worried about most is not that like it's not the um what's going on now with a lot of uh this like cultural stuff it's the potential like magnitude of this the shift back into like that ultra conservative we're now past the like religious right of the 80s that that's just like that leads it's it's basically what do they they call it it's a oh a self-fulfilling prophecy so that that's what some people are legitimately worried about is that it's going to go so far that someone's going to be like you know what i'll come in i'll deal with this this is awful it's disgusting we're not going to have it we're basically you know how like um Trump has come out talking about how he like he would essentially like murder drug dealers and drug users and then like <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt it was Matt Walsh right who was the one that said that I'm sorry guys we're getting we're gonna actually get to the last of us I you know this is just what happens sometimes but they were saying all that like that but someone who would actually start doing that and then go past just that because it's like once you in- enter the the realm of uh, murdering uh, nonviolent, people uh it doesn't really stop like you don't you don't just stop at that because then it's like okay well what about this who else in society do we not want around anymore it's like that's that's
1: what you got to be careful of Um, yeah that pendulum swing and that's the thing that people don't realize is that it will swing one way (laughs) and then a lot of times reverberate all the way back as a backlash to uh to that, uh, the starting point, or not the starting point, but the other side. And I think one of the things, you know, uh, I, I think there's a lot of truth there in, in, in being weary and not putting your hope in a singular person and making sure, I think it's easy to, with everyone, right? And it's easy to see someone who comes out as blatantly evil, evil and it's obvious, you see it versus someone who is more in disguise. And man, dude, I think, you know, the problem I have uh, with this is like a lot of people with their politicians, man, they're just not genuine and we've all been there, but they're just not genuine in being able to see uh, the bad and hold them accountable. But, you know, with the Daily Wire, uh, I sent this to you last week with Matt (laughs) Walsh when he says, uh, you guys aren't going to want to hear this, but the Lord of the Rings movies are actually pretty overrated. They don't hold up very well. Try to watch Fellowship. recently, and it was almost unwatchable, sad to say.
0: That's such a garbage. It's an unbelievable garbage take. Like that's
1: You know, I mean, I guess it follows uh, Ben Shapiro's garbage takes. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, I mean, I think everybody kind of
0: almost immediately so, so like, it was really funny that Daily Wire had this moment where a lot of people were like, oh, cool, they're kind of trying to get outside of the uh... (laughs) They're trying to get outside of sort of the normal Hollywood realm and, do like, create movies, create content. And I was always like, you know, I don't know if it's going to turn out that great for them as far as I don't know how good the stuff they're going to be trying to create is. But at least they're doing something. Well, it's... I don't know. I guess they're still working on some of that, though it seems to have died way down recently. And now you have... All of their main staple, like their, their main stable of people, and I you can probably leave Brett Cooper out of that because she is specifically there to hit that like Gen Z audience, um, right. but like let's just call them the boomers, even though technically they're not, but it's the way that they come off talking about this stuff. They have one of the guys on there whose name I can't remember. He looks like the biggest boomer in the world, and he's trying to talk about video games, and it it comes off, <laughs> oh, yeah. it comes off so disingenuous, and you're, you're like- sir like oh he it, like i remember i i clicked on one out of curiosity because he was talking about god of war and he was like yeah i really like those other those old god of war games or whatever and yeah blah, blah but it was just like he wasn't talking about it in a way where i was going yeah you definitely do this regularly like this is definitely something that you have uh the ability to talk about competently you know right. i just i thought it was really interesting the ball guy yeah jenna uh andrew clavin yeah yeah that's his name uh <laughs> but yeah very weird man and so like i even heard like as was saying he's like yeah they're just grifting on a popular thing uh yep. it's like they they realized that people like the lord of the rings thing uh was doing really well for people and so like they were trying to get in but it's all so mixed up in the culture war rather than it being about the actual content yes which is what it's like, I want to talk about the actual content. Like I understand that people have agendas. Like, you know, we can, we can have the discussion about, and I guess I haven't actually like fully looked into this. I've just been hearing it from people that the director of last week's episode essentially was trying to trick, like trick, quote unquote, trick people People. into watching like a gay romance. And you're like, homie, this is 2023. Like, that's been there like arcane came out a couple years ago at this point like we've we're getting Bro's we're getting out that. Bro, yeah bro and nobody, I, I
1: understand yeah. no one saw that but i don't even think billy eichner went and saw it yeah
0: i i and i uh, forgive me for not having like the best recollection of all of the oh dude freaking uh uh, uh, the cowboy one from years ago that I think won an oh, yeah, Oscar. Bergman Mountain,
1: Mountain, like with the Jake and Heath in it.
0: Yeah, like this. I've never seen that. This neither of I. This stuff has been available. It is around. Like you're not, you're not winning any awards at this point Dallas for Fire's something Club. like that. Yeah, like there's like The Last of Us, the game has the did, power. done that. Yeah, so it's just. <laughs> wrong gay definition
1: (laughs) but yeah man i I, I just i had to trick i had to trick audiences into watching that and it just lets you know oh hey obviously in uh, upon my viewing of episode four i was like yeah season three really just was a uh, Agenda-driven, yeah. You know, episode. Even though Nick Offerman's acting in it was great, and there other are th- people's acting in the episode was great, and there are yeah. good things about the episode. Um,
0: and that's the p- think- that's the point is that like it's not just we can't just throw it under the bus because of some of the intent because there still is a lot that's really good there. It's so good that it's yes. like you did yourself a disservice taking Nick Offerman out of the show the way that you did. To just give yes. to have this thing, not to mention that episode is nearly twice as long as this this one we're about to talk about. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff on like the pacing front for the show that is driving me crazy. Um, we'll 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 get we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, are you ready to start the show? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> we're probably gonna keep talking about this stuff. There's a couple other things. Um.
1: But anyway, and we do co- we do cover agenda stuff. I'll yeah, say of, this real of course before yeah. we start, of course. And I'm gonna you know I'm gonna feel free to talk about it too. But for the most part, when we're approaching something, you know, our mindset wants to be: is this a good story? Start from there, and then sometimes there are things leading up, like with Eternals or with the Rings of Power, where it's very evident: hey, the showrunners and the directors and the writers or whoever came out and said X, Y, and Z, or the actors in this uh show or movie just a warning hey this is probably going to be really uh, ideologically ideologically driven from this side yeah but yeah you know still it's like hey is this good and we we even talked about in the ring in our rings of power review okay if we're making the same storyline how we would do it you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> sorry troll rooms i got to stop looking at the troll room it's cracking me up um, well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Underground for episode 129. I am joined every week by the one, the only, Joseph.
1: Wild West, camp style.
0: And my name is David. Sexual Tyrannosaurus. And this is the week where every... Wait, this is the show where... Good Lord, y'all. <laughs> every week we remind you... Give me the meat and give it to me at all. Joseph. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Dude, man, I am I am doing well. I am doing well. Got this uh DC announcement. Did you hear about it?
0: What, the whole like slate of really yeah. odd you know, it, it was one of those things I thought that I was like, well maybe we should cover it, but literally everyone has covered it. Yes. It's like there's not a whole lot else to say, except, Joseph, that I am looking forward to uh MILF Manor Thi
1: Thimskira spinoff. <laughs> yeah. Right uh, now, I'm looking forward to. I don't know how. Uh, I'm not like you, so the Thessalonica <laughs> or whatever it's called. Thessalonica. Uh, Themis- <laughs> <That's> Thessalonians. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, go, Game of Thrones. Yeah, all women cast. You know, whatever. You know what's. Uh, you know
0: what's so funny? So like the the thing that's crazy about something like that is that if they had announced this like 15 years ago every r- like red blooded male would have been like this is going to be awesome now you're just like I don't like no
1: because it's Warner Brothers and yeah it's, it's like, just, just like the, the history and then also because of how everything has been w- with in Hollywood uh-huh. for what, since what 2016 or what not 2015
0: yeah yeah just the uh, yeah yeah Things having to be a little more um, like L.A. Ag- agenda driven or. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah that's that just, Everything just has to be like L.A. You know, I mean, apparently in the <laughs> Grammys last night, they just came right out and worship Satan with Sam Smith's like performance. I've been hearing about oh, that. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I'm just I'm really not surprised. I don't see why people are acting like that's a big deal. And then and it's like, guys, I mean, it's just like, that's, if you know, you know, I mean, all, it's yeah. just like it's just how people in the world are going to act. But like with DC, I was really interested in James Gunn announcement for the Green Lantern sure. kind of detective show, true detective show. I thought that was interesting. I, okay, there so are hey, definitely so, some things yeah. within his wheelhouse. But and if anyone could pull off something like this, I'll probably give credit to James Gunn. But man, I just don't I just don't really know. And it just seems like, man, you just want to start out with like Maybe two movies. Let's maybe three at most a year, and maybe like in the second year we can do a TV show if things go well, and just start off really small. It's, like it's less weird. more. Yeah.
0: It feels like off. It feels off the rails already. It um, does, And you gotta, it? you gotta, because I, I thought about this uh, the other day or yesterday. I was watching Technically Mexicans live stream, and um, I, I, I realized that that we haven't seen anything yet and i had said like oh green lanterns looks cool but then i was like they just told us that this is going to be like true detective season 1 in space and then i went you know he's probably lying about that it's like yeah. I, I they you know it's like these you know you pick up on these keywords like oh man what's something that that's really cool that people really like oh season 1 of true detective well yeah we'll have like Came yeah so we're we're pushing the stuff and then the stuff comes out and it's not that at all
1: I really, I'm just worried we're going to get the Guardians of the Galaxy like we kind of did with the Suicide Squad, again and again and again. Yeah,
0: and it's it's unfortunate too because I think <clears throat> there's some stuff that James Gunn does really well. Um, I, I think that the best part, he's a good director, sure, and the best part of the uh, the most recent Suicide Squad movie w- was the characters. So he can do characters. Um, I I just don't know why. They're kind of handling this stuff the way that they are, and I know that, that they're probably worried about essentially copying and pasting again, where it's like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Which, yes, it, that of course that makes sense. That seems like what you'd want to start out with. Um, I don't know. I mean, like Marvel. I think you could... Marvel took that chance on Iron Man. Like he wasn't in yeah. like in a high tier hero when the first Iron Man movie came out.
1: You know? Yeah, I think you could easily start off with, you could do Batman, you could do, or even starting out with Henry Cavill, Superman, <laughs> bringing him back, you know, that you know that makes too much sense, because if I'm Warner Brothers, I'm willing to put butts in seats and actually make money from a movie. Uh, not like they have, I'm just saying, you know, as a whole, starting out, since you're rebooting it again, yeah. but you could easily start out with, you know, maybe one of the big ones, or two or three of the big ones, and then do Green Lantern, Green Arrow... You know, so on and so forth. But I mean, you can't really do Shazam, Shazam, Flash, or Aquaman because all their movies are coming out. Which you know, <laughs> James Gunn was just saying what he was saying about those movies because he can't come out and cream them because then they won't do well at the box office. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how all of that yeah, does. I don't
1: think I think it's just Hollywood speak for yeah, guys. Unfortunately, I have to say all this stuff about these movies coming it's, out. This year. Yeah,
0: it's weird that that whole situation is weird, and I it, it's not. It's not doing anyone any favors, I don't think, at this point. Like, There are people who are interested in that stuff, but a lot of them are the people who have been so into DC for one reason or another that they're going to go see it no matter what, which isn't, I don't really have a problem with that. It's just kind of like, at this point, dude, I just, I don't care. I was hanging out with Justin, um, who was, for those of you that don't know or don't remember, he was on our uh, show for the first episode of The Last of Us, um, I I was hanging out with him uh on Sunday and uh we he he goes oh uh Quantum is coming out soon and I was like bruh I just <laughs> I don't know man You're I might I tired. might I might have to sail the high seas for that one like I I it, it's just one of those things that's like
1: I just don't
0: care anymore I am so apathetic towards. I won't say all superhero movies because I'm sure there's something that would scratch an itch. I do want to see Guardians 3 to see if, like, anything comes of that. Um, but, I'm dude, I'm so tired of going to go see stuff like Black Panther and all these other... like Basically, everything that came out in Phase 4 for the most part, except for Spider-Man. Um, forgive me if I'm forgetting another one, but I'm pretty sure that's the only one that was tolerable um and just being miserable at the movie theater yeah you know it's like if I'm going to be miserable just being bored yeah I'd rather just do it at home and there are yeah. options to do it at home and I'm like my experience isn't really going to change one way or the other like not for those it's, movies anymore like I just I
1: really uh, I kind of think they if, if I was Warner Brothers I would have been like you know what we're not going to worry about doing uh DCEU we're just going to take a break for now Let things die down and then just do maybe a few Batman movies or Superman movies or Wonder Woman, whatever, right? Uh, Like, let Matt Reese do a trilogy. Yeah, do a trilogy of
0: this or that. Nothing's really that connected, if at all.
1: and then you can kind of go into the DCEU, DCEU if you want to, but I would still keep it like, or if they want to do it now, keep it to like two or three movies, make it a novelty thing, not where <laughs> you have this bloat of content. Yeah, it's incredible. You know that a, it's and a, I would have just focused on like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or something else. Yeah, it's, inc- but,
0: it's incredible that like a, tr- a trilogy of movies is a novel thing now. Yeah. And it's not just like, well, here's... You know, blurbity bloop number 38 with this character that no one knew about until 10 minutes ago and Googled, and now they're an expert on it. And, you know, the movie still sucks, even though people are like obsessed with it. And I yeah. don't know. I mean, honestly, man, what DC should have done is just gotten Ryan Johnson to do all of their movies, they'd have a built in audience. <laughs> So you'd have the DC people and then you'd have all the Ryan Johnson people that constantly think his stuff is, you know, d- yeah. like manna from heaven.
1: All their movies would have been nominated for Oscars for best adapted screenplay. <laughs> that's that's all you had to do. So yeah, there you go. I don't know, man. I Who would have known?
0: I just I just don't I,
1: They I, should just do movies on uh I don't care. <laughs> uh the, the the slate should just be a movie on James Gordon, then a movie on Lois Lane. And then a movie on like all these incendiary pieces that don't matter, so they just all bomb. <laughs> I mean, we're getting that with Waller, so yeah, Waller's but, a Waller's a weird one. It's all uh, kind of weird. Swamp Thing I kind of understand. Swamp Thing could be but, cool.
0: Um, yeah, they should bring Adam Curry back. He was in uh, an episode
1: of Swamp Thing when it was on TV back I, in like the eighties, I think. I do think this. Uh, I will say this: if they gear it towards you know, their audience, their demographic, they want to do, a, like, a hard PG-13 or soft R. I think, you know, and primarily, you don't have to do every single movie or TV show or whatnot like that, but they primarily do that with most of their content. I think they could be successful because I think, you know, one of the problems with Marvel is that they're trying to write it for all people of all types and stuff like that, supposedly. It has and I think zero that's what edge. waters it down. Yeah, yeah. Mar-
0: Marvel's like a padded cell at this point. Yeah, it's just, It's just unoffensive drivel. Like I don't know a better way of putting it. I, I I'm not I'm not surprised. I I'm not surprised that we might see some of these people. I mean, I guess they're making really good money. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if for a number of different reasons you see like Evangeline Lily, um the the girl that played uh T'Chaka's si- daughter sister from the second one like if a lot of these people just don't come back. After Letitia a while, Wright. Letitia Wright. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's just a lot, a lot of them that I'm. It's like, don't you guys miss making real movies? And I, I know, I'll get in trouble for that. But it's like, don't you miss like, like acting, a real cinema? <laughs> like you know, working, working Not with someone standing
1: in front of a green screen all day?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. I just maybe it's like rose-colored glasses to a degree. But I, there's something that I miss about. Uh, my youth and even into like my my early 20s and the stuff that was coming out. I mean, dude, even um, uh, even now with like Oppenheimer coming out, I'm like, yep. is it gonna be good? Like are, is it is it are, are we gonna go back towards, um, the prestige days or are we sticking with the tenet style of movie? Like where where are we I like landing Chris with Nolan this, too. and and I like so Christopher
1: Nolan so much,
0: and, and like dude, I love the Prestige. I like Inception Such is great. great. Like yeah. even though e- even though the the Dark Knight Rises is a bit extra flawed, you know, I still like that trilogy quite a bit, and, and yeah. it's it's tough, man. That
1: they're, the best Batman trilogy. I, in I my just opinion.
0: nothing. It, it's rare now that I see something that makes me I'm like I absolutely have to go to the theater to see that and it wasn't always the case Yeah,
1: technically Mexican brings up a good point which is uh, to our point about actor fatigue DC actors will now have to commit to movies animation and video games and it's just like bro that's oh. a
0: lot so te- technically Mexican in the troll room is saying that uh, act uh, DC actors will have to commit to movies, animation, and video games.
1: Yeah, I just said that. Did you hear me? No, I missed you saying that. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I don't. No, know. You're fine. I don't know how I, I missed say you that. Mike was working. <laughs> Is this thing on? Is this thing... Hello? Can anybody uh, hear me? Did David mute me yeah. again because he doesn't like listening to me?
0: <laughs> well, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode of The Last of Us. I kind of don't. Okay. Do you want me to just go? First, and you can tell me how you felt. Yeah. Okay, so Go ahead. it's kind of a giveaway if you're watching the live stream. But this kind of just—why was this only half of the story? Like it was all this setup and build up, and that was kind of it. Like there wasn't—it was very weird. I—I I felt like yeah, right. The—the the rug got pulled out from underneath me a little bit, if that makes sense. And I honestly, I'm still thinking about this episode quite a bit. Um, I am slightly above lukewarm on this show so far. Like I'm sitting at around like a six, which I don't know if 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 by the way that I've, I've talked about the show, if that's like surprising anyone, but I, it seems fair to me for where we are right now because there are a lot of things that I genuinely like about this show. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of stuff that I'm really frustrated with. And some of it is just create just subjective, creative decisions. Some people are totally cool with the direction. Um, like with episode three, some people are totally cool that I respect are totally cool with the direction they took with that. Some people hate it way more than I did. And I'm and I'm kinda here like, I don't know, like I liked this, wasn't really happy with Larry the did. ending. A little above that. Yeah. And, and and that's yeah, why that's why I'm kind of sitting at a six right now with the show. And oh man, I heard a couple of things. I heard a couple of things about where it's going and I'm just like, oh man. You know, we've we've talked about this um hypothetical sort of like cliff yeah. and we, we kinda know where it's at, but we're still sort of in the dark about like if it'll drop before that or you know, we have to wait till the second season or you know, if the second season will even go into the kind of material from The Last of Us Part Two, there's been a lot of conversation surrounding that, and it's really hard to gauge the further we get into this because they keep adding stuff that was never a part of the game. Sometimes it's like, all right, and then other times I'm like, I don't know if I'm into this, or or like, why are we doing this?
1: But what what did you think about this episode? I thought it was pretty good. Um, sure, I say. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I thought it was pretty good. There's things I like about it, things I, you know, kind of question or don't really care for. Um, I actually went back and watched all, uh, well, I watched the first two uh, episodes. I didn't go back and watch the third one again <laughs> because I didn't see the point. I mean, it's just, again, my review stands for itself for last week. It's just a tangent. It doesn't have anything to do with the plot. I already know that the only main thing that really had to do with the plot is that okay Joel gets a truck and supplies and then they go and you know I think the pacing is uh right and I think like even though that was made one of the main problems with The Walking Dead is that The Walking Dead would do these vignettes of characters yeah albeit there seems there seem to make a little bit more sense than the last this one did with The Last of Us we can only go off of the one uh but I mean watching the show back and then last night's episode it's just like something's not it's missing that kind of charm spark you know whatever you want to say that like draws you in like i'm not like i'm not fully immersed into the story i'm just i I, I know i'm watching a tv show whereas Uh, there's been like all quiet on the western front man i was just felt like i was in that movie you know what i mean yeah house of the dragon like i was there like loving this along the way and i think part of it is has been uh ellie i don't again i don't know if that's bella bella ramsey's performance mixed in with the writing i would have to say it's the more so the side of the writing mm-hmm. uh you know even kind of how uh the joel's character in this and you know not pedro pascal's performance but how they're wanting Pedro to act in it yeah and you know even though there's these you know the writing's decent it's good the production and set design and cinematography is is really really good um but there's just this you know th- there's a few things missing to pull me into this again it's not bad but I think I'm coming back down to more of your level I think uh, I, more so than just it being above ad- average I would say that it's it's um good Right, it, it's fine. You know, uh it's not yeah. It's not anything for me to write home about yet. And we'll get into that more in uh, this sure, episode sure. actually. But again, I thought it's this episode early. was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I, and that's the thing is there's there's quite a bit I like about yeah. it, but then they just I think it's the pacing.
1: You know, I think the pacing is probably the biggest issue for me in this. Yeah. Um is it just it's, you know, uh, there's times where it seems not fast enough and times where seems not slow enough Yeah,
0: I was going to say because and 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 we'll get into to we'll, we'll kind of get into it, but I I I agree and there are there's a it's weird because we get sort of this build up to this really intense stuff in this episode, mm-hmm. which I thought was great. I, I think the first like 10-15 minutes, I'm not exactly sure what the the time code was, but and and I'll I'll be able to tell you as we kind of go along. But it builds up and it ramps up, and you think, "Oh man, like this is gonna, you know, they're gonna be like hunted down, and they're gonna have to be surviving." And then it, dude, it, it. This is why I said this episode, and maybe it does it more than once, but it just like it's almost like you're in stop and go traffic. Might be a good way to explain it. Where it's like, "Yo, let's build up," and then you they slam on the brakes so hard because they felt the need to give insane characterization to the leader of this this group of people in the city
1: yeah, the soccer mom
0: <laughs> yeah so we'll
1: and, and we'll get to she that like she could, uh, listen she just did not portray to me that she was a leader maybe that's what they're going for maybe they want to do that purposefully sure. but man I, I will fully... you know, the only thing she looks like she could lead is the local Pta yeah
0: I'll I'll hold off like full judgment on that until we see the next episode yeah, um, but I was not convinced by her, and we'll get into it because there's a couple things within that that I was just like, why it it pulls one of the I'm a, a an evil baddie and I need to show you that I'm an evil baddie yes. like tropes that I hate so much because they can like the bad guy will just throw out all logic so that the story can show you how bad they are.
1: I i'm just gonna go and shoot and it. kill the doctor i the hate it that. so <laughs> much
0: dude i just that that kind of stuff i was like
1: why is that sequence not i was like that's this? dumb why would you shoot the probably only doctor in your town yeah
0: all right so um the episode pretty much opens up with uh ellie looking at her her fancy new gun that she's acquired i need to mute this <laughs> um And it's fine for the most part. I'm not going to get like super nitpicky, even though I don't mind getting nitpicky. I'm not going to get real nitpicky about uh, the way she handles this thing. Um, I'll I'll just say people need to remember she's 14. Um, I have helped women in the past uh, learn how to properly handle a firearm. And it's a lot more difficult than they make it out for her. And I know they said, like, that you could make the argument because she talks about later on in the episode how it's not the first time she's, like, killed somebody, even though technically she didn't do it this time. It's, we'll get there, we'll get there. But, that being said, I thought the, I I think for the most part it's fine.
1: They're just kind of trying to set up how, you know, she's got it, and I I do I didn't really mind how she was handling it because she, you know, I, I was just assuming she's never handled one before. Yeah. You know, and... And she's teaching herself, so it makes sense. There's some, you know, there's going to be some bad gun safety involved in that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's quite a few that bothered me. I'm like, kids, do not do this.
0: (laughs) Um, I like their... So far, this is the best episode of uh, Ellie and Joel together.
1: Yes, this was.
0: And it's why I... I lean just a little bit more and I, I think this is kind of what you were getting at before is that I, I lean a little more on that the writing. I still am not really sure that Bella Ramsey was the best cast for this. Yeah. But, it doesn't, but the, uh, I do not seem that way. I don't like what they're doing with Ellie's writing. She just, it's so weird that they have the, it's like so drastically different. She has these unbelievably serious moments and then she's like, Goofing around and telling pun, like punny jokes, and it's it's so there's such a big contrast, and it doesn't always seem to me that it's the exact same character.
1: So I think you, it's that's they're I guess they're trying to show that progression in her and Joel, but specifically her becoming more endearing rather than this just uh, mm-hmm. annoying little kid. And how you've explained it to me, how Ellie is from the game, she's way more endearing, yeah. more juvenile in the sense of she's more kid-like rather than insufferable and obnoxious and just rebellious there is
0: there's a sense of wonder to her character which is why this episode worked better for me because you see and gosh I I mentioned this when we started reviewing this I am I'm very biased towards this show it's just it's impossible for me not to be because I I think that the way they wrote Ellie in the game is in particular though I would probably make the argument for at least every character that we've met so far um the bill one is a little more complicated but for ellie let's just say ellie and joel because they are the two main characters i think they are better written in the game if you're going to compare and contrast the two of them like the, the 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 pair of them in the game versus the pair of them on the show it's not a competition for me yeah. It just I think isn't. the way
1: that you've described how like when we talked about episode one, I thought about that more and it seemed I'm like, oh yeah, that would have been a way better opening had they just copied the games. And then sure. again, yeah. albeit I understand why they focus more on Sarah. Uh and then when you explain yeah, to me in I'm willing to concede,
0: episode, I'm willing to concede the episode one opening too. It's like I just that one in particular, I'm like, okay fair enough they kind of want to spend a little more time with her before you go through this thing it's i you
1: know. think the main hiccup is what they did in episode three i think they should have just what you said copied the game to where you get introduced mm-hmm. to bill through uh joel and ellie having to get you know through the infected the you know bill's traps yeah. and things like that and it <laughs> would just you know make everything seem more uh paced better yeah yeah is, Rather than it's, just you it, know kind of slow and uh-huh. you know dr- you know dramatic, it's even, starting so much, to so f- it's starting to feel like the infected are a backdrop in this, isn't it? It is starting to feel that way. This uh-huh. two episodes now with no infected, basically so I'm assuming, n- basically none. There's
0: there's a couple yeah. there's a couple in episode three because remember yeah. he he like kills the one and he's like
1: ha ha oh, they fall yeah. for it every time or whatever, um, uh, but essentially none. And that they're not really a threat. And I'm assuming that in this next episode, I mean, I just don't understand why they did this episode the way they did it. It really does seem like they pulled the, you know, uh, the rug out from underneath us in the sense of no kind of, I don't know, climax to the episode. I mean, I know you get the cliffhanger with Henry and, you know, his son or whatnot, but his
0: brother. Yeah.
1: A brother, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah, um, <laughs> um, that's totally. No, I, get it. I that's get it. They gotta totally make it nine,
1: ep- nine or ten episodes. I get it.
0: I yeah. guess. I I don't. The last one was an hour and twenty minutes. Why couldn't you have just combined three and four?
1: I feel like I'm really wanting to like this show more than what it is. You know, know what I mean? I am, like. I like it. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. But I'm talking about. I, I want it to be. You know, near that uh, House of the Dragon level, and it's just not. Yeah. you know, it's more of like season two Walking Dead to me. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't even say that. I don't know
0: if it's quite that bad. I I think that it's not that bad. There's I don't quite... think I don't think
1: it's bad. Yeah. I thought I thought like season two of the Walking Dead was good, just not like what season one was. And then season three, I thought is where it fell off the map. So maybe I had that wrong.
0: A lot of this car ride is almost directly from the game. Like she opens up Bill's magazine, um, and I'm, oh yeah, it's so funny because like this is this is the the kind of stuff that for for me it it's kind of that warm feeling of like and it it's probably just there to be like well we have to give stuff to like they they do kind of understand on some level that they need to give uh the people who are fans of that first game uh something you know other right. than this is a they're Joel and Ellie they're going through this uh apocalyptic world that's the that's it you should just be happy for what we give you at least they're doing in some cases dude like shot for shot dialogue is almost taken directly out of the game and a lot of that car ride even dude honestly even some of the scenery when they're going through um headed towards it's Kentucky in this I think it was uh Pittsburgh in the game I can't quite remember but a lot of this it's Kansas City Kansas is that yeah 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 did I say Kentucky I I meant I meant meant Kansas City
1: yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. um same thing Kentucky Missouri yeah yeah. whatever the Midwest Um, you're like (laughs) you're like where am I say why were you speeding and you say I'm trying to get out of whatever Midwest state you're in you know it's just they all look the same even though Missouri is technically kind of like borders on the Midwest the South yeah um it was so funny to me to see i get it i mean it it will but when they're like okay we need to pull off and so you know we can avoid hunters and stuff and when they do the pan shot of you see the car driving into the woods it's just a a whole beeline of uh in the feel of like where you know the tire you know everything oh
0: yeah yeah that's such a good point
1: (laughs) (laughs) who who came through here yeah um, oh man again again that's exactly how it would be i'm not faulting them i'm just it's so funny like you know joel's logic and you know we need to gear yeah, off which is true we, we don't park
0: would- why not park the car on the road cover it you know it's like he's basically a survivalist at this point the dude's been through a lot they've they've established yeah. that if they're and you're right there are just moments where and i guess the argument would be is he incompetent because that's how they want him to be To get to things later on, because that's a lot of people who are a a lot more, I guess, negative about the show. That's kind of where they're at. And there's, I, man, honestly, I feel like I'd have to get through the show and then kind of go back and, yeah, and look for some of that stuff a little harder. It
1: it was, it was just one of those things for me. If I'm in a situation, I'm thinking if I'm in a situation like that and to where i know i gotta drive through this field where my car is gonna you know it's gonna be a direct path of leading where i am essentially yeah then and i get they they show him driving through the woods in his um truck and and everything uh you know pretty far away from that but still it's one of those things where i is, would go back it, and the line you know kind Dude, of distort
0: at, at the very least the the uh the people in post could have just gotten rid of those marks so they weren't there. I don't know if that would have been better, but at least they wouldn't be there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it is more realistic. though. I mean, that's exactly what would happen. You could easily just show him. You know, you do a you know five or ten second clip of him saying, "I'm gonna go." You know, fix the trail we left.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's an easy fix. They walk into the woods rather than driving the vehicle directly into the it's woods. Something like that. Hide yeah. the car, walk into the woods, something along those lines. Yeah, and so then they do their chef boyardee thing. I I don't know. I've seen a few people get upset about it, but I'm just like, I don't know, dude. I don't care. Yeah, like, makes sense. It, it seems Chef like
1: Hardy, Starbucks. I mean, it, it makes sense. The uh, not uh, anything that's blatantly out from the you know that makes the script bad for some reason, right? You know
0: the, what I mean? the cans of Chef D probably would exist. It's fine. It, you know, they're just trying to build their relationship. Um, yeah, and then they're talking about Starbucks, and you see like the RV signs and stuff. It it worked for me because you see.
1: And the love sign, the loves. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the stuff you'd see on the, the highway. Stop the gas station. Uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Not loves. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> um, I enjoyed this scene though between Ellie and. I enjoyed the previous scene between Ellie and Joel. With, you know the pun part, and then I enjoyed this scene because you oh. know she asks can I build a fire, and then he says, "Now why am I going to tell you no?" Yes,
0: I did like <laughs> that.
1: The no, the fact that aren't that smart. It's because of. Uh, hunters or whatnot and then she's like "Uh, you don't want them robbing us and then he says oh they'll do it you know they'll they'll have a lot more on their mind than that
0: exactly and it's actually something that I'm not real impressed with her reaction so he says no uh, fungus isn't that smart this is too remote for infected anyway people so what what are they going to do rob us Uh, they'll have way more in mind than that and her reaction is sort of like ugh but in, I don't know if that was what they should have done. Like she's fourteen, she should be freaked
1: out. Yeah, right. Like, I I think they do they they do get delve into that a bit in the next scene when she's going to sleep and she says, "Hey, you know, no raiders are gonna get us, right?" Yeah, kind of, or hunters or whatnot, people. Uh, and so and, you kind of get the fact that she's scared, and then Joel stands guard the entire night because he's starting to. Care more about her,
0: yeah, and, and some of that that works really well, yeah, and of course we had the the part earlier where he basically calls her cargo, um, yeah, which I you know it seems that he probably still believes that, but there is that part of him that's beginning to understand that she is like human, that there's more to this, uh which is important. uh It's important for where the the show is headed. Hope I think uh, to be honest, dude, there are moments where I'm like I don't I don't even know anymore. I <laughs> they might they might totally change up the way uh, yeah. that this ends at this point because they seem well, what, the further we get through this there's just these little deviations that make me think like Ooh, they're gonna do something different and yeah i'm not i'm not sure
1: sorry what were you gonna he's say? probably gonna double down on uh you know how part two went from what you told me I, and he's just they're slowly deviating correcting things to get to that point yeah uh but i mean so far i mean i would i think what made me mad with this episode is that we should have gotten it last week it, and last week's episode just shouldn't have happened The like that to where at least at least <laughs> yeah. to where it was like as long as it was even if they still wanted to do it just on a more of a, a minor sense rather than this an entire tangent vignette vignette of an episode that has nothing essentially really to do with the plot but you you know you you get a, bo- a bit of both in this episode you, you get a bit of both of what the last episode was and what this episode was you yeah. know yeah to where at least in this episode by four you're having, you know, maybe the last half and then you're having um uh next week's episode too. But yeah. Just me. Um yeah, I think the biggest thing for me
0: is that episode three should have been later. I mean, oh gosh, we're gonna get we're gonna just so you know, we're gonna get another one of those episodes later this season the episode three, uh-huh. episode three, there's another one coming after, hang on, what are we in for? So we had, yeah, episode seven, from what I've heard, is when when it's coming. And I know what it is, and I've been expecting that one, but now we're going to have two episodes this season that are essentially tangents from the story. And this one, had, had like the episode with Bill been what I was expecting, ep- episode seven... Is going to be more along the lines of like, yeah, it makes sense to do this kind of story seven episodes into a season, not three. Right. You know, from like keeping your story going, it's that's, you know, we've been talking about the pacing a little bit and it's it's just kind of how it.
1: I oh, like the coffee part in this though, because I, I, like, yeah, that too. coffee would taste bad, but oh. probably it would taste it, even oh. though it would taste bad to me now. Probably in his situation, it probably tastes a bit better because you haven't had it in so long. Assumingly,
0: yep, it would be um, it would be one of those things. that probably tastes amazing just yep. to like have have that have some sort of like memory of it.
1: Because when you're starving, almost everything tastes amazing. Yeah,
0: though, a- a- and we'll get to it. Sometimes. There's some weird stuff about this being 20 years in the future of essentially an apocalypse. How well stocked up certain people are. And and something else that I was thinking about too. We saw in episode 3, even after the 20 plus years that Bill and Frank are together, that a majority of Bill's weapons are still down in that basement. Joel took a bolt action rifle
1: dude i know i was thinking about that i was thinking about I'm like, would you take a few I more wish, weapons dude i wish i could
0: pull up i'm not going to because i i can't i can't do it without totally screwing up the the setup but i wish i could pull up the shot from the end of that episode when they go down to his basement there's i'm pretty sure there are quite a few capable weapons down there and i guess you know, it, it would have been fine if it was like if Ellie was like, Oh, what about this one? And it's like, nah, the ammo's all gone or whatever. You know? Yeah. You, you again it's it's small little things, but it's that kind of stuff that when you realize Especially when he,
1: you see like he, he, what he had on he, the wall.
0: He took not only did he take a bolt action rifle, but he took the most bare bones bolt action rifle. Now, I guess you if you're talking about the game. Uh, the the game that is like kind of the type of gun that uh, Joel has in the game but the difference is is that firearms and a lot of that other stuff are significantly more rare in the storyline for the game
1: mm.
0: bullets like the whole deal so when you know when he Joel did that thing at the beginning of episode 3 where he puts um, the M4 the whatever you know whatever M16 whatever it was the automatic rifle into the floor and he's like yeah there's ammo rare for this kind of gun and then as we'll see soon that's not really true, because, like, yep. I mean, we can, we'll we count when, when we get to that point, but there's, like, a ton of dudes carrying that exact same gun around,
1: and so it's like... I could have sworn he had a few rifles on the wall. I, he I did. I had to pull up the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't he, want
0: to. He did have... Uh, he had quite a few. And um, I was like,
1: bro, why wouldn't you... The, the rifles are, would be way more... Uh, would be way better in a uh, multi... Gunfight, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So they spend a, a bunch of time driving
1: attackers, I should say.
0: Yeah. You think that he would have taken as much ammo and a few at least a few of those firearms with him. I'm sure that you know he gets like a like Joel picks up a knife in this one. It's like, you're telling me that he didn't have a knife in his house? The survivalist? <laughs> it's just it's weird, man. And it's why, like, yeah, I think there's an argument to be made. That they very much had an agenda with that previous episode. It you know it's not. I don't think it's as egregious as what they did with um
1: the rings of power.
0: Well, not the rings of power. I was gonna say the episode nine of uh, House of the Dragon. Oh yeah. Where it's yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were they were trying to give um oh her name slipped in my mind. Um, oh,
1: what's her name?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I used to get her Ow. her and Renera uh, confused. Yeah. Uh, rainies room. Rainies Rainies. Yeah, like I think the Rainies thing is still worse long term because it is unbelievably damaging to the story and that character. <laughs> like that is th- that is a massive writing uh screw up. Uh whereas yeah. this it's just one of those things where it's a little annoying that he didn't it, you know, you're like well, dude, wh- why didn't you pick better weapons, you know what I mean? There's there's some other stuff too that that it's that, just it's little things, but it's also stuff that's like dude, what you're trying to survive like what are you doing (laughs) why would you not if these these things are available why wouldn't you give yourself the best option to get
1: through this yeah dude had a shotgun too, double pump i want to say i mean there's a lot of things man who know i mean
0: from being in that survivalist position like who knows what he could have had that he was he was saving up that he held on to that like bill specifically cared about you know it's like typically people who are like that they have favorite firearms. Like, they have yeah. the ones that are like, I won't ever sell this for strawberries, you know? Right. Um, for the most part, appreciated this part. This is almost directly from the game. Um, this is, by the way, this is what I was telling you, why, like, vehicles aren't necessarily
1: the best way to travel through, like, the world at this point. Uh, yeah, I was waiting for them to kind of get to that point because it's like, oh, they've had pretty safe travel so yeah, far. Yeah, <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Uh. So yeah, they they crash, and this in particular, I think, is one of the scenes that annoys a lot of people who are fans of the game, because um, this is one of the moments in the game where Joel does like everything within his power to protect Ellie from the people that are hunting them down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also weird to me, because I'm sure you noticed this, but when they were driving through the city, there's a specific shot, I think before they even see that guy... So, they ask about what happened to the the quarantine zone. Oh, right here. So, we see the, like, body of burned corpses, and then the show is trying to humanize the people. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. I was like, why are they doing this? Like, do we have to- <laughs> does everybody have to be that- like, oh, they're just survivors, too? It's like, yeah, but- you can already kind of tell what they did, David. It's confusing. They had
1: to—they had to get home the point that humans are the real monsters, not the infected. Yeah, it's which uh, yeah, of course, again, which again, doing I don't that. necessarily mind going into that trope right that we've gotten so much. Uh, but I just wish it would be like, yes, you—you you have to worry about humans being monsters, but still, the main threat are the infected. You know what I'm saying? There's this existential threat to where maybe you have to team up these terrible people that, you know, you know, you, you display some conflict or maybe you don't and you suffer the consequences of both parties do of not teaming up together. Just yeah. something more than just you really got to watch out for the humans because they're the they're the <laughs> well, real vile ones. I, I also you don't know, I also don't know they, why they still use gas and they don't use solar panels. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I don't know why, though this couldn't have just been an episode where you could just have, that it's it's more centered on Joel and Ellie surviving and that the people that, that are coming after them, you get glimpses as to why that's going on, but you don't have to give them their own... Backstories. Backstories, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, in Ellie and Joel's eyes, these are the bad guys currently. These are the people that are trying to take everything from them and murder them. These are the people that that Joel was telling Ellie in the forest probably want more than just to rob you. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. could have just... And it's... Maybe it's too simplistic, you know? But I it would have been kind of nice to have just, like, that real tense. And I don't know, man. Maybe we'll get that next week. They're going to really... It seems like they're really going to be amping up uh, episode five. Um, but I... I don't know. I just... It, it, this was one of those times where I really just wanted sort of that, like, give me more of the action. Like, we've had slow buildups. We've had lots of drama. We've had, you know, your your romantic stuff or whatever. But it's like, we haven't gotten, like, a ton of the other side of what that the, the Last of Us games were, which was getting into these these brutal conflicts with other survivors, you know? We kind of yeah. we kind of had that with the we've had that with the uh, the infected with like the the runners and the, the clickers we, we've had a little bit of that but like you know we're nearly halfway through the show and it's just kind of some of this it's weird too dude like I, I I the game is especially when it came out it was pretty brutal I mean like they didn't like really shy away from the violent aspects of the world that they lived in. I don't know if you've noticed it, but they kind of do in this. There's they kind of they they, they shy away from the brutality of this world.
1: Yep, I, I think they touched on it some with particularly this scene. I enjoyed that. You know, the thread from what was it? Uh, the a little bit of Joel and Ellie we got last week, where he's telling her that sometimes you shoot and you know you just don't hit. Yeah, and you, you kind of had this. Uh, shoot out that lasted a good bit, uh, you know, as long as it needed to last, he wasn't just automatically shooting and killing them. Uh, right? and I, but I do think the you fight. get yeah. this shot to where Ellie, you know, shoots the guy that's on top of him. The kid looks like her, you know, really young adult. And then, you know, Joel has to kill him and you kind of, you get a bit of that brutality in that scene, but as far as it being pressed, I don't know. I think, they may not show it as as gruesome as they probably could but you get elements of that you know even with what was it last episode uh to where you have the the towel from the baby to the marines that uh shot and or the marines the military people that uh shot and murdered you know all the r- rural citizens because they didn't have any well, room for them
0: yeah so like we're but, getting we're getting
1: glimpses of that but, yeah, dialed back a lot. It's so dialed. Even okay, dude. Even this I, I part, would, I would say that this part wasn't dialed. No, back no, no. I, I don't think I, you dude, really I, it, need. I think
0: it was because they. Like, well, this... I haven't
1: played the game, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. That. So, so look at. Look, I just watched the
0: way that this this plays out. It, and a lot of it is just in the editing, right? So you know she's coming up behind the guy. She shoots. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't even see the impact. The next thing that we get is him here. It's very like it's just the cut for me
1: it's really weird you get the emotional you get, and yeah. psychological side of it without necessarily the the full visual
0: but it's so it's just such an odd also uh if in this position in real life especially now someone can tell me if i'm wrong about this but i'm pretty sure because they're using full metal jacket ammo uh, do you know why typically in defensive situations you don't use that, Joseph?
1: What's that? Isn't it just five five six?
0: N- no, 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 no. So there, she's probably using nine millimeter. I am pretty sure they showed it at the beginning, right? Uh, but it's it's I it's thought a, it was five five six. It's a full no no. That's that's gonna be in a uh,
1: like an AR fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Sorry. So,
0: no, you are good. So typically,
1: though, yeah, nine mm nine millimeter.
0: Yeah, with a with nine millimeter pistol. Uh, you're going to use hollow points. Do you know why?
1: Mm-hmm. So that uh, you don't want it to pass through the target, right? Yes, technically Mexican the in points. the
0: troll yeah. room. Um, yeah, so what she did could have killed Joel. <laughs> and I know it's a nitpick, but again, nitpicks are okay here. We Listen, we're okay with themes. We're okay with subversion of expectations if it's done in a way that, that works well. Uh, we're also okay with nitpicks, um, but it, yeah, if if you if she had done that in real life, there is a chance she could have killed Joel in that process or mm.
1: seriously injured him. <laughs> so hollow points pass through. No, hollow points stick. That's Do why not, I, the stick. That's why I thought. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I yeah. thought technically no, you're Mexican was saying that hollow points pass through the bigger, target. My bad. My bad. I thought. <laughs> I was like, I could, I could have sworn. It was the opposite, but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I saw that and I was like, I was like, I'll let it go. I'll let it go, because um, this situation does happen in the game and it's a little bit different. She she shoots the guy directly in the head, um, which is in that specific instance the smarter option. So, but I just yeah, I, she's I probably not using hollow point. She's no, no, just no. Using they the no. regular nine millimeter. Uh, full metal jackets typically
1: um it, no so like in this world when you said full metal jacket my first thought was the movie the fmj
0: yeah they're just called fmj's um yeah. but they they are it's it's just like it's not a metal ball but that you know think of it like that um yeah. and so that's going to be a lot easier to make in a world like this uh than trying to put together like a hollow point uh.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yes, troll room, troll room. Spot on with that tonight. Um. So yeah, I just that was kind of one of those weird things that it's like you. I guess you could say it's a technicality (laughs) as far as the show's concerned. But I was kind of like, dang man, like, like I don't know. But yeah, I you know I think that there's a lot that works here. But again, they, they okay for okay and again, HBO right Mm -hmm. for a company. That typically does not shy away from violence. This show has a tendency to do that, and I find it odd. It, it's just it's a very it's a very weird thing, considering the source material for this. Right. That they shy away from the brutality.
1: The brutality. Of what the games? Yeah. Work.
0: Now again, we're early on. I, you know, we could see next week's episode, and I could be like, hey, remember when I said that? At least with this next episode, it's not true. I, that could be the case for the next episode. I don't know yet. I've just found it sort of weird. I mean, like, what's the worst thing that's happened to someone on screen in this? The guy got beat to death by Joel in the first episode?
1: Yeah, you have that. I mean, you do kind well, of have this oh, guy screaming oh. for his mom. No.
0: I, the, the worst one I would say so far is when Sarah dies which was surprising oh, to yeah. me of all of the things. I was actually surprised that that's something they didn't shy away from, but it seems like.
1: Well, I don't know the you know opening I mean? scene, the opening, I say the opening scene, the part with the neighbors and the chicks just sitting there gnawing on the, the old lady has turned <laughs> in fact and she's just sitting there gnawing on the lady. Yeah. That whole scene of the neighbor's house was pretty gruesome. Sure. Um,
0: but, but while yeah. you know, do you get what I'm saying? Though I mean, yeah, like, I get it, what you're saying. It's just odd to me that in the first episode, everything what you're like pre-apocalypse.
1: Is that you want James Gunn to have directed? This
0: show. <laughs> um, he, he, I mean, he might have been able to write Ellie a little bit better if I'm being totally honest.
1: Probably um, would have done a better job if I'm being honest too.
0: But yeah, I I just think it's which sort, I'm, not, so I'm not. It's sort concerned. of weird. I mean, this I I know it's not Game of Thrones, but it's hard you know from that aspect to not be like this is this is the company that let a guy's head get popped on screen and like didn't they cut pretty pretty quick but like you see it you see you see it happen I <laughs> speaking right. of it's the same actor <laughs> oh yeah that's kind of ironic um but it's it's yeah it's one of those things that's like I I just find it kind of odd and I don't It's not that I I necessarily am missing it. It's just kind of a like, dang, like why every time, yeah, like every time it seems like since that first episode, I guess in particular, it's like they keep shying away from some of the brutality of this and I just don't know. And then it's going to be weird too if a lot of that is saved for like the infected. So like that's where you're seeing,
1: you know, more of that. Um, i think I don't know. you know for me i still see it as kind of brutal but it's just not to the extent that you're used from from the games which i can definitely see that point point of view and to where even from my perspective if it is that point to the games or even just a little bit closer to that it kind of brings home the impact of the apocalypse because everything that you've told me even about joel how he's a you know not quite like himself from the games yeah uh i, I mean, kind of makes more sense for him to be more... He should be more like himself from the games, more hard and rigid. But, I mean, again, there are glimpses of that that you do get. Not even glimpses. That exact thing you get with him, you know, killing that guard, him killing that kid. You know, kind of doing what he needs to do to try to prevent Ellie from necessarily having to to do it. Yeah, I
0: honestly... And maybe it's just a personal thing. And, again, bias here... I need it to be ramped up a little bit. Yeah, I, I, it it just kind of bugs me that it's it's sort of there are just moments where it, it's kind of like you were saying at the beginning where it's like how easy it was for them to just drive all the way to Kansas City as easily as they did, yeah. and yeah. so it, it's just things like that sometimes where it's like all right, I'm willing to let it go because you're trying to get to the next part of the story or whatever, but it's like, sometimes this seems a little too easy for them. I it, It's just kind of the, so far. And I know, like, Tess is gone, and I need to watch, like, I need to see the whole thing first to really get some of these ideas down. Um, But the brutality thing is just something that I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like it should have... They're in, like, a pretty... I say pretty, like, they're in a really rough environment. You know, it's yeah. like we, it was like I was saying, the. it's weird, they're in this, like, this town now that is essentially run by a group of, like, Mad Max people. They're like, okay, the apocalypse is happening, Uh, what kind of raiders do we want to be? It's like, well, we like Mad Max, so that's the direction that we'll go in. Right. But all, look at these, all of these guys, I'm pretty sure every single one of them has an automatic weapon. Yeah. And I get it, like Fedra exists, but it's like I, I don't know is that if. AR-15? Uh, it, well, I I don't know. It's that style. Um, yeah. I Maybe would. M4. I would assume they're automatic. Um, yeah. So yes, uh, this is your favorite, uh, Basic. favorite part of the the episode.
1: Oh yeah, love it. You were it. saying. Uh, got old soccer mom pth lady that leads them and really this just this next part is really just you get some background with her get this doctor okay yes you know she finds out that or she doesn't find out but you get we get told that her brother ended up getting beat to death and exactly in that bin um excuse me and the doctor is the one that gave him away because he had a gun held to his Head and now she's trying to find Henry for yeah, I guess because Henry um, is her brother, right? No no no, 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 no. She's trying to find Henry because Henry had a part in killing um her brother. Yeah, he was
0: beaten then, to death.
1: Yeah, and then by Fed, you know,
0: it, was it by Henry or Fedra? Because she says, I wonder if this is the cell where my brother was beaten to death. You were wronged. I'm sorry. Um, Henry was a snitch, right? That's how how they're setting him up?
1: I think so. I think so. I don't really remember. Oh, yeah, when they were ratting underneath. to, to, to Fedra.
0: So I, the idea, is, from what I've been able to gather, is that th- th- this is relatively... It, okay, again, timeline thing is sort of weird with this. It seems as if them taking this area over from Fedra is somewhat new, In the way they're describing this. And I don't know if you really could put it any other way, because, like, I mean, unless Henry hit... We might find out next week that Henry and his brother have been on the run for, like, a while. Right. Um, But that's at least from this first episode that seems to be the case, which, again, it's not the same as the games. Henry and his brother were just trying to survive, like, Joel and Ellie. That was sort of part of what they were trying to do, is, like, hey, look, here's uh, uh, two people who are kind of exactly like us, like that's that's what they were trying to do with that, and so who knows if that's going to be and the same. But
1: basically, all this next part, this next sequence, you could say boils down to is she ends up killing the doctor because they gotta show how gruesome she is, and then they go looking for Henry and also for, um, <laughs> you know, the, the you know Joel and Ellie, even though well, they don't know it's let's you know, not, them. And then
0: let's not completely just run past this whole doctor situation. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, she kills the only doctor. Yeah, so supposedly in the in the city. Two which guys would be very vi- vital to have. Exactly. So the two guys that Joel kills apocalypse. Yeah. The two guys that
0: Joel kills are are on the ground. You look all these other men are around her, right? right. They're they're about to go hunt down these people who took out two of their men. Yep. She says Maybe, uh, wait, hang on. Uh, will he survive? Uh, what if I had a doctor? Which is a weird thing to say because you would think they'd know about the doctor, right? Um, there's no chance. I'm
1: sorry. She's that so was weird when she said that. What about if I had a doctor? Like, wouldn't we all understand that we have a doctor here or not? Yeah, she's so upset
0: about the situation. She just takes it out on the doctor and this is what I was saying um, earlier on where it's it's a situation of for some reason people who write villains love to do this thing where you have to randomly kill someone and a lot of the time that person is, Im- could be important to them, right? Like, this guy has no power. Like, he can't really do anything at this point. He could just be... It just
1: seems contrived.
0: Yeah, it, he could be the doctor and just be like, dang, if I do anything else, like, she's going to kill me. So I better just stay in line, right? Like, that does... Right. That has a tendency to work in some situations. Um. Yeah, and again, he's a doctor. He could be useful to keeping her men alive, to, like, treating them, do all this stuff. Doesn't seem like there's another doctor around. Why would you do this? Yeah. Oh
1: man, nah, it was definitely I'll, weird.
0: I'll say this though. I'll be interested to know if this has any foreshadowing to it. I'm not gonna say anything else. Mm.
1: But Yeah, that will be interesting to see.
0: There's it just it just clicked in my head that I was like, oh no, what are they doing here?
1: <laughs> maybe it will setting something up, right?
0: I'm not gonna say yes because I don't maybe know. at this point I have no idea how they're gonna handle the rest of the
1: show. Um, I got kind of uh, this is the part where I really got bored uh in the episode and the bit that I didn't really care for I mean I get they're trying to make it tense and in, in the stakes and you know Joel and Ellie are hiding they're out looking for them and Henry and you know then they go to one of the buildings she does with her little um security guard and that's when you see kind of the uh, the hole. And the, not the hole, but the the, the Yeah. The oh. collapse of the cement fault uh yeah. Coming. And I guess it's the you know, the fungus is about to erupt or something. You know what it looked
0: like to me. Have you ever played Gears of War? Uh-huh. The it looked like an emergent hole, which is where like the oh, the yeah. Logus come out of in that. By the way, for those of you that didn't know, because this was actually this was pointed out in the special features at the end of the episode, um, the guy with the big beard right here um played Tommy in the games.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: He's even slight his model is even slightly the same. You can kind of see it even though he's got the giant beard. He looks he looks pretty similar to Tommy's character model in the yeah. game. Which I was like, "Oh, cool," because I I mean, it just didn't it it didn't click with me when I saw it cuz I only know Ashley Johnson who played Ellie in the games and Troy Baker both supposed to show up in towards the end of the season. Um, and I won't ruin that part because I'm kind of interested to see what, what's going to go down with some of the later episodes. Um, and I don't want you to be totally spoiled. Right. Trying to keep some sort of like spirit alive with this, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's who he is. But yeah, you're right. So they, um... Let's see. Sam is his, is Henry's brother. Um, so they find out that they were like up in this this cabinet, not cabinet, this attic for a while. Cabinet, um, for a while, and I mean, I don't know. I guess that that works. It's kind of odd that these guys are are just weren't able to find them in this town. Like this, for whatever reason, this part of the if Kansas City that they're in feels kind of small. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm off on that, but it's odd to me. I
1: think. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. What do you mean by it feels small, I guess?
0: Like, they were hiding up in that attic, and I'm like, you didn't find them? It's just. It's like weird to me because their force seems pretty big right like don't they show this whole thing where she's basically telling all of them to like go hunt all these people down and she was so intent on finding henry like look at i, I mean it just seems like they would have been able to find them um but i don't i don't know i'm not like sold on that myself totally but like they do this whole thing oh, look uh, at ridiculous. this look how organized <laughs> they've got like <laughs> these like battering rams and they're busting in doors to go find Joel and Ellie, but he hasn't been able to, f- they weren't able to look up in an See attic. Jenna's comment. Hey, which one? <laughs> yeah, David, what do you mean it feels small? Um, the city! Jenna does this to me all the time. Uh, anyway, yeah, back yeah, to the, I the back bad. to the hole. Back really, to the I'm hole. like,
1: they're very well organized. So I just, I don't know. Did like, Fedra <sighs> turn, on, t- some of Fedra turn on, turn on itself? Or did the fireflies take over um, or something? So I'm, tra- so,
0: if I remember correctly, the uh, the citizens of that QZ turn on Fedra, and from if I remember correctly as well in the game, and Jenna can tell me one way or the other, um, it had been that way for a while because there's a lot of um, notes about people in the town not agreeing with what the group does so there's there's actually and i think this is i can't remember who said it in (laughs) who said it in the um the after the the show thing but it was talking about how like one uh one type of like quote-unquote government being taken over by another and the one that takes over is even more brutal than the one that they originally had and that that was both an idea from the game and in this episode which i'm totally cool with um I guess maybe we'll get to see more of that in the next one. I, I don't think that they established that in this episode quite as well as they think they did. And I also I also don't know if those interviews are post the second episode as well, um, because the the people that they're talking to in those interviews seem to know a lot more than they, they showed us in the episode. Right. And so it's one or the other. It's either that we haven't seen all of it yet or that they are overemphasizing how well this was established in this episode um and I it again I don't know yet all right so the emergent hole there it is it's breathing
1: So what is this I'm assuming you well obviously you know more about this than than I do is this just where exactly what I said where the the fungus pop out of
0: yeah they're gonna pop out they're gonna pop out of there and, and they, why does that happen? Honestly, dude, I don't know. I don't even remember Is that it ha-
1: Like the vibrations from the people. Bro, I don't know.
0: I, I don't even remember that happening in the game. They're just kind of like in places in the game. The hive mind. I don't I don't remember them ever coming out of a hole like it's Gears of War. I could be wrong about that, but I do not remember that being a thing. Um so, yeah, then we get them climbing up the stairs. Again, a lot of this I'm, I was pretty much fine with. Um, the two of them kind of, like, talking to each other. He's, like, struggling. Um, and she's like, get up. And uh, he's like, I'm 56 years old. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, that back and forth works really well. Um, I You know, I wonder, dude, if part of the problem um, with how Joel and Ellie were reacting to each other early on is that there wasn't a lot of back and forth between them. It was Ellie being really snarky and then Joel just kind of constantly looking at her like he's really mad. Yeah. And now that they're kind of going back and forth at each other, it just like works better. I don't know. I guess you could argue that it's that's obviously what they were trying to go for. Um, But it does make her
1: a little more annoying early on, you know? Yeah, it does. Oh, it definitely does.
0: So, I don't know, man. I mean, this is almost it. Was there anything else in particular about this episode you wanted to talk about?
1: Not really. I mean, I like the, you know, they give the kind of uh, callback to, you know, really fast callback to his ear not working and then kind of callback from earlier in the game to where instead of staying on guard this time, he goes to sleep because he set up the glass. and Then they wake up to guns being drawn in their face. Yeah. Um,
0: pretty obvious that was going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Really obvious. <laughs> But I mean, not really. I mean, like I said, fine episode, pretty or pretty good episode, but I don't know, I'm just not inspired, you know? I don't know if that's the right word. I'm just I'm not captivated by it yet. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much all my thoughts on it. Yeah, that. I don't know. I think next week's episode would probably be better, probably more amped up. I think you put I, th- I think uh, yeah. you you saying that like I need to be re- re- uh amped up that's I I think that's it
0: I need a wild episode yeah I need I need it I need things to go crazy and they're at the point where it's possible for them to do that now I won't talk about it this week but one of the things I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be disappointed in with the show at this point Mm -hmm. is that in the game after you're introduced to Henry and Sam uh, there is a section of the game that you go through that a lot of people who have played uh, the original Last of Us um, consider some of the best, uh, like secondary storytelling, especially at the time, um, from notes. So you go in. I'm not. I'm not going to give it away, just in case they actually do cover some of this. Yeah. I don't think they're going to, but just in case, um, there, you go into a specific place, and, you know, some incidents happen, and, you start finding these notes, written by someone, um, and, and it ha, it goes on for a couple hours of the game, uh, that you keep finding these notes, that are all written by the same person, that's essentially telling you, this like, secondary story, of like, other survivors, um, mm-hmm. and it's really cool, I, rem- it, it was really engaging, um, I, uh, it's, Actually, I'm actually pretty close to the end of the game at this point, but it hasn't been too long since I just, I like just recently played through that section and specifically took my time through there because I wanted to find all the notes. Um, I think a lot of people had always wished that they had done that as a story um Mm. i remember like around the time the game coming out in particular a lot of people were like and when last of us 2 got announced a lot of people were hoping that maybe there'd be either some like dlc that would eventually touch on this or and they never have they've never gone be anything other than those notes and i think they're gonna do a disservice to the fans if there isn't anything about it and i think even just mentioning it isn't good enough Uh, It's one of those things that I, if they were going to take the time to just like dead halt the show and tell you a secondary story about survivors, this is the thing I think that most people would probably have preferred. Um, Right. That that would be my bet. Um, I think giving Bill a backstory would probably be like second place for for most people. I, I think that this specific story... Um, about a character that you never meet, that you you know that you don't get anything more than letters about, actually fleshing that out and showing that as an example of um, you know an incident and, and something that happens within this world and finally bringing it to life would have been really cool. And I just don't think they're gonna do it. And that honestly kind of sucks if that's the case. Um, but I, it's just it's just a snagging feeling, man, that it's like they're just not going to go through with something like that. Because um, I still think that Neil Druckmann is not exactly a fan of the last of
1: us part one. So probably not, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: So we'll see, man. I I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for next week's episode. I, I, this was still one of those things that the episode ended and I was like, Oh, it's over. And I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right. It's like, why did we spend so much time with the lady from, from the camp of people that.
1: I know, wonder that too. I didn't understand that part. Like, why we needed her. I'm sure it's going to come up somehow. But getting her backdrop, I was just like, I don't know. It just slowed it down too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And there's, so, like, you've got Henry and Sam. And then there's another uh, group of survivors. Two more, I would say, okay, so, like, two more groups of survivors that we're probably meeting this season. Um, And they might do, I've heard they're going to dip into Last of Us 2 territory by the end of the season oh yeah i don't i don't know how true that is it seems like it might still be a bit of a rumor um but if that's the case we are you know we are on the about to be on the back end of this um and i'm I'm kind of curious how they're going to handle some of the other stuff and how you're going to take it because it's it's sort of weird because they've changed some stuff and so because they've done that I have these like expectations, and then you walk like we're talking about it, and you're like, "Yeah, it's all right," (laughs) and I'm I'm like, "Yeah,"
1: (laughs) you're like, "No," like, "I
0: don't know." I'm like, "I kind of agree with you at points," and then I and then I'm like, "But it it could have been better." I was like, "Why did they change this?" Like, ah,
1: anyway, it's funny because I'll think about it, and then I've been like, "You know what, David is right. They could have, you know, done this better, this part better." Yeah,
0: and there's stuff that I've I've thought about too, and I, I just. Again, I, I, like I said, I'm, I've stayed f- personally in the way that I've thought about the show, and I think even the way that it's, it's played out. There's a lot that's really good. There's a lot of stuff that's sort of like, well, those were odd decisions that you made. Some of them borderline on bad. And then there's some stuff that I'm just kind of indifferent about, and like, I don't know, like, I get it, but it's also not really the way that I would have done that. You know, right, it's, yeah. it's, it's that kind of thing. Um yeah, so next week Henry and Sam. Um and uh yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Should be kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, it should be. Um Well, I don't really have anything else except to say if you enjoy our content, we utilize a value for value model here, which means that you get to determine the worth our content is worth. And if you want to support us, you can donate your time, talent, and treasure just go to our direct.me link and there you'll find our PayPal link donation. You'll also find all, everywhere we're located, our social medias, our YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We're basically everywhere except for BitChute. Um, (laughs) Bit what? (laughs) BitChute. you never heard of BitChute? No, I have. No, you've heard of it. I've heard of BitChute. Just messing around. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, the, the, if you want to donate any money and you decide to through PayPal, be sure to include a note and we'll leave it, read it live on air. Uh, remember, uh, if you're not able to donate, you can always share our YouTube and social media pages by word of mouth and on social media. So,
0: Yep. Alrighty. Well, until next week, y'all take it easy.